Welcome back to Camp Wire. I'm Sam Hurt. I'm on the communications team here at ACA, and I get to host this podcast about all things camp. Um, it's been great interviewing people in the camp community the last year and a half. Um, we've had a lot of cool voices on various topics uh, from camp professionals and speakers and um, sometimes staff members here at ACA. And this episode is another staff member who has worked here a long time, one of our longest um, current staff members. His name is Tom Shank, and he's the IT director here at ACA. On today's episode, I spoke with him about technology at ACA over the years, um, specifically how it's evolved in the last 25 years or so. Um, we looked, talked a little bit about where it might go in the next 10 years, if we had to guess. And we chatted about um, some of the resources that we have um, technologically for camp professionals and camp parents um, that maybe people don't realize we have or maybe forget that we have. Or if you're a listener and you're really familiar with all of our resources, maybe you'll just want to hear about a bunch of things you already know. Um, But it was a great talk and great to hear from kind of his perspective of of our technological resources. So uh, here's the conversation. director at the American Camp Association and I've been here for 22 years since 1996. So how did you uh, find out about the position? Um, I found out about the position from my friend Bob Schultz. He used to work in the PR department Um, but but more interestingly interestingly uh, I I was hired on an Eli Lilly grant. Eli Lilly is a pharmaceutical company here in Indianapolis and they gave ACA um, a grant so that we could build a website to help parents find uh, a camp for their child. And so that's why I was hired to build the website for Find a Camp. Okay. So before that, did ACA have a website at all? Well, yeah. So this this shows how young you are. Uh, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> in 1994, the web kind of became popular. Uh, that's when, yeah, like Yahoo and all that came about. So I, I was hired in 96, and we did not have a website at that point, for sure. But um, in fact, we only had four computers, um, and they were all dial-up. So one of my... <laughs> Before I even, my first day, I was uh, tasked with uh, trying to get a T1 line so we would have a better internet connection here at the office. So, um, you developed the first ACA website, well, correct? Or, or Yeah, I, I mean, I was hired to build Find a Camp. Right. But, um, but once, and once, once that went well, uh, I was then uh, asked to stay on as staff, uh, even. It was only a two-year Eli Lilly grant, and so I was I became staff uh, shortly after being hired. Okay. So that's when, yeah. So then I started working on the website, among other projects. Right. So 
find it. I mean, maybe I'm just confused about it, but did find a camp came before just www.acacamps.org. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. It was really, the grant was to help parents find a camp. It right. wasn't so much to help the organization promote itself. And so, right. yeah, it was really, uh, it was about promoting the, the camp experience. So then the, so then the acacamps.org came sometime after that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. I, well, it's embarrassing to think back to those early days when I was, you know, using cheesy software and trying to uh, do HTML to hand code a lot of pages. But, but yeah, I I uh, I have the notorious title of being here for a long time, and uh, I worked on the early website. So right. Well, I imagine. I mean, nonprofits across the board had to be in a similar place at a similar time. Did it? Were you seeing other, like, you were looking at other nonprofits, like, what are they doing, or did, were you just kind of going for it yourself? Yeah, I, I, I give a lot of credit um, to some of the staff that were here uh, to get the Lilly Grant because they saw that um, the Internet was taking off quickly, and so um, it was nice that they allocated some money to for technology because, uh, I th- so in, in a lot of ways, to answer your question, I, I think we were ahead of a lot of uh, associations back then. There weren't a lot of great examples of other sites back in the mid nineties to see. So I, I think we were, uh, we were, uh, I don't know if pioneer, but we, we were certainly uh, leading uh, the race there. So when you developed find a camp, did you just, they like you got, you sat down here and someone's like, here's a list of our member camps, contact them and get their information. Or did you just have to, was it more just about getting the information we already had and putting it on a database online? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, a lot of my older coworkers will remember we used to, it used to be a very big production. We used to print once a year, we would print a a guide to uh, ACA accredited camps. And it was a book that we would publish and libraries all across the country would, uh, you know, buy this book and parents could buy it for, I don't know, roughly 20 bucks or something like that. And so we, so camp, we had a good system of collecting data from the camps to put in this paper book. And so we took that data and um, turned it into an online resource. Well, yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah, I am uh, too young to really remember that stuff. Uh, but but I, I do remember, you know, having dial up and our first computer and the role, what the role of that was. I think we had a family email, but I don't really think we were using it, you know? It was kind of just right. like, oh, well, I guess we're all getting computers. Um, and I played Chips Challenge, which was about the only, that Chips and Solitaire Chips were the only games on it at that, on our <laughs> Windows 95 Packard Bell. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, so you kind of already had talked about it a little bit, but the, can you think about some of the other things that you helped develop technologically early on in your time here and what maybe some of the challenges that it, that there were, I mean, there were four computers you said when you came here, what was that like? Moot? Like it was, yeah, even then it must've been pretty clear that that needed to change somewhat. Yeah. I, I think I, I might've misspoken. There were four computers that were, uh, that had a modem that were connected to the internet. Oh, okay. I think we did have a handful of other computers besides that, but, um, so, but of course there were still a lot of typewriters around too. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think, it really goes back to one of my favorite times at ACA um, was that was those early days when I was um, working on the website. I, I just remember bouncing around from office to office because I would go to all the different, uh, let's call them departments. I'd go to each department and say, what kind of content do you have that you think would be interesting for people who work at camp <laughs> or for parents for that matter? And it was just, um, I was just amazed by 
because we had even even back in the mid 90s we just had so much great content we used to produce lots of books and uh, lots of uh, handouts and uh, conference sessions and and so we had a lot of great content um, so I just had this unique opportunity to try to take some of that content that everybody was sitting on in their office mm-hmm. and to try to put promote that out to the world so that was a fun time what was it did uh, did everyone else here i mean I'm, i know some of the people that were here kim bruno and others did they did they look at you and go what the heck are you doing or were they like no this makes sense thank god he's here <laughs> i mean did, or did was it what was what was their what was their involvement like were they just like here take it yeah yeah that no it's it's kind of funny to think back because i can i can picture some of the personalities of the people that were here then and uh let's just say they were not uh, saying yeah tom come on over i have a bunch of stuff to share uh, it took a little arm twisting. Um, so, yeah, there there was some arm twisting for some people, and some people didn't really understand uh, this is just a, a fad we're going through or something like that. But, right, uh, a dot-com bubble or whatever. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it's crazy to me that it wasn't that long ago. You know, like it right. seems like a different world, but it's just been such a drastic change. Um, so thinking about technology and ACA and kind of what, what we have to offer for the camp world and for camp professionals or parents. Um, what are three resources that come to mind um, that maybe camps either forget about or parents either forget about or any, that, that we can offer the camp community? Yeah. Well, I guess um, one of the newest ones, one, one I'm uh, kind of proud of recently is the, the whole idea of ACA Connect. And so we partner with a, a company called Higher Logic that uh, writes this great technology that uh, works with a lot of associations across the country. And it, it's really a community tool so that um, people who work at camp can, let's say, post a message. Um, it could be about, like, uh, what's the best practice for uh, CITs or what kind of registration software do you guys, do other camps run? And so they can post that kind of question and, and then, you know, there's 12,000 individual members of ACA. Each one of them are um, able to be able to log into ACA Connect and then respond. And so seeing some of those responses, I think it's been uh, about a little, almost two years since we've launched ACA Connect. And just to see some of the questions that have been posed and some of the responses have been, uh, it's really great to see everybody um, get some of their questions answered and to to share some of the knowledge that they have too. Mm Mm-hmm. And any others? Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Three. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, let me think. Uh, another one would be, I mean, of course, find a camp. I mean, find a camp is kind of uh, uh, what was obviously really important to me from the beginning. Um, I, I, I th- my, last time I looked, I think there were um, roughly 800,000 people that still come to find a camp. Um, so it's still, you know, s- still the most popular area of ACA's website is the find a camp. Um, and... I guess so, but I think most camps probably know about it. Uh, certainly, if you haven't um, gone to edit your activities or to add your sessions for the 2019 year, uh, I encourage you to go to Find a Camp and add your sessions. But right, and I and I would add too that because um, there may be, well, at least my hope is that there are camp professionals that are listening that maybe aren't our go-to person they're just like multiple from each camp or maybe they're new and so if you haven't looked at your camp on find a camp you should or just look at it in general um, we promote it heavily to parents so if you it's a great tool for you and i always 
and, and as my job as PR um, and dealing with reporters, I'm always hyping find a camp. So you'll want to make sure that you send us, you know, your session updates and whatnot. Yeah, that's a good reminder. And if, if you do go there, I, I encourage you to look two different ways. One is from the homepage, you can just uh, enter your camp name and just make sure that your listing looks great. Um, but also to go through and pretend like you're a parent doing a search and make sure that um, all the attributes of your camp that you want the parents to be able to find you, th- that they can find you easily. So make right. sure all those attributes are there. Right, because you can search by cost, location, activity. You can With activities, you can search like if you are strictly a tennis camp, yeah. you can click pro- only, you know. Or single focus. Single focus yeah. and a tennis. Or like most like most overnight camps or day camps, you you have all kinds of activities, so you can choose a bunch of different that serve you know yeah. and narrow it down. So it's a great tool. Yeah. So that's two. All yeah. right. You got Let's, a third one. Uh, number three. Uh, this is uh, this would be cheesy, but um, but in some ways, I, I'm I'm going to say webs our website, which sounds cheesy because we've had a website for 20 years and uh, everybody probably knows that ACA has a website, but. You know, we're, uh, Paul, Paul Bibo is our uh, works in communications for ACA, and he's just done an amazing job of uh, taking our website and making it truly world class. There's uh, last time I counted, I think there were, I think Paul and I said that there were roughly uh, four or five thousand pages on there, and so we have a much deeper website than I think most other associations. Mm-hmm. And so if you haven't gone there recently, I, I, go to go to uh, www.acacamps.org, and you know, just surf around, spend a few minutes and just surf around and see all the content that's there. I don't know, if this is a, a quick podcast, then I'll, I'll just stop there. But if you have, I don't know, I I, I thought you might ask me this one. So I, <laughs> I looked to, to see what the top eight most visited um, areas of the website were. Do you want me to rattle through those yes. eight? Yes, yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, finding camp, find camp has always been most popular and still is. And number two has always been the same too. It's, um, it's job seekers coming to find a job. And so we still get tons of traffic from people looking for a, a job, or uh, whether they're counselors or year-round staff. So finding camp and jobs have always been one and two. Um, number three is uh, looking for events, such as our national conference or other ACA events. There's all kinds of those, and so either standards, events, or others. Number four, maybe surprisingly, is uh, how to start at camp. And so we've, we get lots of requests from um the public asking us for advice about how to start a camp. And we've done a great job of compiling a bunch of resources to help camps um, get started and th- things to think about as they're getting started. Hmm. So so check that out. Um, number five was state laws and regulations, which, you know, Sam, you, you do a lot of work with that. Is that right? Yeah, I, yeah, I maintain those pages, yeah. Yeah, so that's number five. You, wow. You see, you're up there. That's why <laughs> I put the important stuff with you. That's good. <laughs> Uh, number six would surprise a lot of people. It's camps that rent their facility. And so, you know, there's roughly 3,000 uh, ACA camps. Half of them rent their facilities, at least according to our database. Half of them rent their facilities. And we have a tool that's especially for people who are looking for a facility for their group. So this isn't for a parent searching for their one child. This mm-hmm. is for a group that needs to um, find a facility that they can bring a group to. So so that's number uh, number six. Number seven, of course, is standards related to stuff. People uh, trying to learn more about standards or their accreditation process, of course, is always going to be popular. And a quick reminder on that from our last episode with Rhonda Mickelson that 
Um, we do have lots of accreditation changes. If you didn't listen to that episode, I'd check it out and uh, see what's going on with our new kind of um, update to our accreditation process. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more traffic, especially now with yep. all those changes. So mm-hmm. that's great. And the last one uh, is camps for sale, which another one is kind of strange, but uh, there's a lot of camps who um, can, uh, there are a lot of people who are looking to sell their camp, and there's also a lot of people who want to buy a camp. And so we have a free message board on our website um, to let people uh, write post messages on a message board so they can uh, either sell or buy a camp. Mm -hmm. That's great. And you mentioned too that just like just the idea of getting recommending that people go check our website out and more than maybe they have or if they if they never have definitely to try it um i what i've noticed about our website from the from day one of working here is a lot of websites today are landing spots to and they they serve very few functions they they get you somewhere and then they tell you how to go somewhere else yeah. um ours is more than that it's a resource center um which is why we have so many pages and so much content um, so, uh, yeah, it's like almost like a library for camps and I would definitely encourage, you can even think of a topic and this goes for connect too. If you wanted to join a conversation, let's say you were thinking about LGBT, um, topics or something LGBT yeah. related to camp, you could search that on our website and you're going to see campy magazine articles, web, possible webinars, other resources, same for connect. You're going to see other, other camp professionals who have talked about those things. So I'd recommend trying that out um but do you think that i mean you think that's a benefit for us to have those that many resources i mean i think it is i know that it's a little bit different than other association websites at least that i've seen yeah no that's a a great point uh this is a something else that's always been important to me is that um you you know when you're comparing yourself to others a lot of these other um association websites many of them are trade associations so they might be a 501c6 aca has uh, always been a 501c3 so we're a charitable organization that's really there to promote the public good and so I, i i've always felt strongly that you know Yes, maybe we could put some stuff behind a member member wall and try to charge more money for some of the content, but really what we want, uh, the focus of ACA is really trying to make sure that kids are having a, a great time at camp and they're, um, they're in a safe environment and, and healthy uh, place. And so it's always been about the kids and making sure that uh, camps have the right resources to provide that awesome experience for the kids. And so I, a lot of times I'm just insistent that we even pr- give away some of this content uh, on our website for free instead of putting it behind a member wall just because of that. Yeah. Um, so, and I just thought of this too, so bear with me. Um, what, in your time at ACA, um, have you noticed any, do any changes in camp in general come to mind? And that just in American camp, and it's a big question, but um, I get this kind of question all the time from reporters. People have this idea that there's been drastic changes. I'm not sure I think that, but I'm wondering for someone who's been involved with ACA for so long, have you, is there anything that comes to mind for you? Um, the part that I, I, I don't, I, I, I have never really worked at a camp, so I'm, I'm yeah. not sure I'm the best person to ask, but one thing that, the first thing that popped in my head was probably uh, staff training. You know, there's just so many resources um, to help make some some training available for your staff before they even come on site 
And um, so I, I know staff training used to be, I, I, I'm sure, um, it would be difficult to coordinate and to bring all those young people uh, together at camp and to train them on site. But I think you can do a lot of that online beforehand now. So I don't know, that might be one change. Absolutely. And beyond that, I think just the, 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 the things that you've been talking about with Connect, I mean, when you started here, if, if we were moving to finally have a website, chances are most camps did not have websites. If they were networking with other camp professionals, they were doing so in person, um, which they still do. It's a big thing, big part of ACA is networking in person. Um, but Connect and the website and other technological advances, I guess, have opened the door to more of that. Um, for sure. So the last thing I want to ask is um, where, where do you see ACA going technologically in the next 10 years? Obviously, a lot's happened in 20, 20 plus years that you've been here. Um, but do you see changes on the 10-year horizon? Uh, well, yeah, certainly um, we want to try to make the one area I know we need to improve is we have just an amazing I think it's roughly 1,500 people who volunteer for the association and standards visitors, you know, they, they just deserve so much credit. We, we want to, we're, we're continuously trying to find ways of making that process um, even better. And so with um, maybe in the future, uh, instead of paper and pencils, uh, trying to check boxes for, you know, 263 standards, hopefully we can have some ways that they can use a smartphone or a tablet to um, make that process uh, on the day of the visit to be easier. So mm -hmm. that's one thing that kind of stands out. Of course, you know, expectations of of members, it's just people worldwide, frankly. The expectations of when you go to a website that's going to be, you know, similar to Amazon, mm -hmm. you know, it just continues to, uh, the expectations continue just to increase, increase. And so, we're we're certainly staying on our toes. Uh, I, I work with a, a, there's only two of us in the uh, IT area. Uh, Missy Kasner is the other person, and she's just amazing. So, she and I work our do our best to try to keep up with uh, the changing times. But, um, but yeah, there's just there's, I, I don't I can't think of anything super specific ex right. except to just uh, to keep accelerating uh, the change. Awesome, great. Well, there's anything else that that maybe I didn't ask you that you wanted to add or? Yeah, I, I want to, if I'm allowed to, you know, put a plug in, I, I, this is, I think it's roughly, I, I know you've done about a dozen of these podcasts, but yeah. you're kind of like the Ira Glass of camp-related <laughs> podcasts now. So, uh, so you're doing amazing, you're doing an amazing job. So keep this up and I'm, I'm glad you're doing this. And uh, yeah, and um because I'm a huge fan of podcasts, and I think you're doing a great job with this. Yeah, so thanks. well, I appreciate that. I don't know if I'm – I wouldn't call me the Ira Glass, but um, I'll take it. And uh, <laughs> uh, I know that a big reason of – I've mentioned on here before a big reason of me wanting to start this podcast is because I'm a commuter, and I listen to lots of podcasts, and I was – that sparked my interest. You are also a commuter, long-time commuter, and yeah. um, we are both podcast fans. So that's, I'm glad I got to finally – kind of bring you on here and make you talk to me <laughs> yeah that's true i mean it's it, it makes me think that there have been uh you know we aca has roughly 46 staff i think now and only 18 of us drive to this office every day and so we have 27 teleworkers yeah. so that's another big area that's changed over years is oh, yeah, the, the, the concept of uh teleworking so yeah. yeah that's another good one yeah well just real quick i'm assuming when you started there was zero 
There was zero. That's right. There were 50 yeah. people in, in the office. Yeah, that's wow. right. We drove here every day. It seems crazy to me, even for anyone on listening to this who's ever got to visit our office, which will be a, some of you, a small number, but yeah. um, it doesn't, it's not a tiny office, but it doesn't seem big enough to hold 50. <laughs> I can't, it's just, it, it's amazing to me that there were that many here. I mean, I know there's, there's the annex too, yeah. but um, yeah, pretty wild. Well, I'm sure that there are going to be a lot of changes in our future, whether we see them or not, I'm sure you'll probably be on the uh, seeing them before the rest of us. So I don't know. Well, thanks again for talking. I'm glad we got to do it. Oh, you're so nice to ask. Thanks. Thanks again to Tom Shank for joining me for that conversation. Um, notice I said Shank. We always have lots of Toms. It feels like in ACA. So we have to always say, um, all of our Tom's last names. Um, so, as we talked about in the in the episode, t- take some time to look around our website and maybe search for topics or search for on t- for different tools that we have on there that maybe you didn't realize we had. Um, do the same for ACA Connect. Uh, maybe there's something that you have, have curious about, whether it be you know um, staff training issues or um, you're looking for a certain program idea, um, search for that on ACA Connect too. Maybe people are already talking about it. Um, and, and just really make sure you're usual, utilizing all those tech tools the best you can. Um, I know that this is kind of like an episode where we're plugging ourselves, but um, I, I think that people forget about um, the breadth of, of tech that we have to offer for you. If you're not already, follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at ACA Camps, and we'd love to interact with you on there. Um, And as always, thanks so much for listening.